sometimes even when I would be getting home from work, he would be getting up, but then he would have to leave right away. So Mm -hmm. that was kind of hard to navigate, like when we could talk. And then sometimes, you know, if you hadn't had like an actual good conversation in a couple days, like, you know, texting and checking in is fine, but you want to have like those good quality conversations whenever you can, right? We would both kind of get like frustrated or grumpy, I guess you could say, if we hadn't like talked in a while. What gets us through this crazy hockey journey is our amazing community of women. Inspired by our online network, Breaking the Ice is a platform created to connect us even more as we share our stories, our passions, our tips, tricks, do's and don'ts for all things hockey, and so much more. For hockey expats, buy hockey expats. So lace them up and tune in for a new episode every Wednesday. Hey guys, and welcome back to Breaking the Ice. Today's episode is about long distance. And if you are fortunate enough to never have had to do that in your hockey season, consider yourself lucky because it is not fun. (laughs) I think regardless of whether you've had a good experience or a bad experience with long distance, I think we can all agree that it sucks being away from your partner and not really ever knowing when exactly you can see them, especially if you have two schedules that are not intertwined. It's not always the easiest situation. I know I've talked about this in a previous episode. My husband and I kind of started off long distance. We actually met at the end of his hockey season and the end of my school season, my junior year of college. And so we both kind of parted ways, but we spent that whole summer flying back and forth to see each other, which was really not what I expected when I met him. And I would definitely say that was the honeymoon phase. It was really fun to be able to go out and visit him and, you know, see what his life was like and vice versa. So when he wound up re-signing in my college town in Idaho, that was super exciting. I was thrilled to have him in my town. Throughout about halfway through that hockey season, he got called up to the AHL the first time. And that was really my first take of this lifestyle. I had no idea that was even an option. I really got thrown into long distance without even knowing that was a possibility. And we wound up doing long distance at that time for a little bit over two years. When he got called up to the AHL for the first time, I think we were only together for maybe seven or eight months. So I felt like we didn't really fully have the tools to communicate properly and it caused a lot of arguments. We were in two completely different time zones. I found myself really frustrated with the call-ups and the send-downs between the ECHL and the AHL, also not knowing when I could go out to see him. The classes that I was taking at school, I could do it partly online as well, so it was more easy for me to go out there. My schedule was a little bit more flexible to be able to go out and visit, but I wasn't able to really plan that because there was so much movement in between leagues and teams. I never really knew which team he would be on, and there was one time I went out to visit him in Greenville and he got called up into my trip after I hadn't seen him for a few months. And I remember in that time, I was left in an apartment with this just random guy that he was living with at the time. And I was there for four more days by myself. I mean, in that moment, I feel like you feel so helpless. You feel so frustrated. You feel so 
why does this have to happen? Why can't this be easy? But this hockey life is not easy. And I can assure you that, you know, if this is the person that you're going to be with, looking back in time, this is just going to be a minor hiccup. You are not going to be long distance for the rest of your life. And I just encourage you to have those conversations with your partner and really figure out what works for you, what doesn't work for you, and maybe talk about the potential of you going out there. I know that was a huge thing for me as I was finding like, I can't do this anymore because it's it's really making me not happy. I, I'm happiest when I'm with you in person and I just feel like we cannot get on the same page. So after those two years, we wound up moving in together, which was an, also an adjustment. But ever since then, we have lived together. We are married now with the baby on the way. Long distance just seems like forever ago, but you can get through it. And I know it's really hard. Carly Bowles comes on the podcast today and we talk about her experience with long distance. And it was a good reminder to me that every experience is so different. Carly and her husband found that long distance wasn't really that challenging for them as I personally did, which is really impressive because they did it off and on for 10 years, which is a long time. They started off doing long distance in high school. They finally got married this past summer. They had to postpone their wedding and they wound up eloping with just close family. In this episode, we cover really just truly the topic of long distance. We talk about the love languages and how sometimes you and your partner can have different love languages and how sometimes that might be something that's tricky when you are far apart. We talk about not putting so much pressure on having to talk all the time and I think that's something that we were very different on. Like she talked about how her and her husband were kind of, they would communicate, okay, I'm really busy today and I can't talk, but I can talk tomorrow. And for me, I felt like I had to talk to my husband all the time. Like I felt like there was this need or we would lose touch or something would happen. And I put so much pressure on having those conversations every time and every night that I felt like our conversations would get really stale and then we'd really wind up just not being super present when we were on the phone. We were distracted. I think that if you can just take yourself out of the situation and look at it with an outsider perspective to not put as much pressure on your relationship and know if that's the person that you're supposed to be with, that will happen and that will unravel the way that it's supposed to. Like I said, I did long distance so long ago that I sometimes forget the emotions and the feelings that it brought up for me when I was in it. But just know there's so many other girls that do long distance within the US, within Canada, from Europe, wherever it is, it's it's not easy. So there's always people that you can reach out to. And now to our conversation. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I'm so excited to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. I've loved listening to all of your other ones so far, so I'm excited. So many people have wanted to do a topic on long distance and... (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes, because... Popular topic. I know, such a popular topic. And preparing for this, I was thinking to myself like, okay, I have to get back in that headspace because it seems like it's been so long. But gosh, those were not fun times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like crazy because I mean, we're, yeah, we're going on 10 years and a majority of our relationship was 
long distance but some of it we were together so it's kind of like a big blur I was trying to think back to like every single year and I was like trying to remember where he was at what time and what we were doing so <laughs> we'll see what I can remember of it all yeah we'll just have to go down memory lane and it's funny because I posted that little thing on Instagram just what people want to hear about in this episode and a lot of the responses were like how is she alive like how did she make it through <laughs> yeah which is so hilarious to me and I totally it's like I only did long distance for two years but like I cannot even imagine doing it for yeah so props I mean yeah we were together in the summers for most summers so you know we kind of had like a light at the end of the tunnel each year and then for two years out of those we were together so well I'd love to hear just a little backstory about just your hockey life up until this point um okay yeah so give it a go (laughs) okay So we met when we were 15 and that's kind of when we pretty much started dating and it's kind of like the rest is history but (laughs) it kind of started before hockey was even a thing so I mean he played hockey so but I didn't really think much of it like my dad played hockey my brother played hockey like I grew up figure skating so I I didn't really think that it was like a career option or anything like that so I remember going to like one of his games and it was like my brother played at that rink or whatever and I remember he jokes because he scored a goal and I like had no I wasn't even looking I was like I don't know what I was doing I wasn't even paying attention classic me still probably to this day (laughs) but yeah so then um we were both in grade 10 at that time which was like so long ago and then he moved to Kelowna with his family so long distance started before hockey was even a factor of long distance so yeah his family moved to Kelowna and then I was going to visit him there Um, I remember I think I surprised him for his like 17th birthday his parents flew me out to surprise him for his birthday and then the WHL started so then I was going to visit him there he played for Tri-City from 16 to 20 so I was kind of you know when I was in high school I would be like flying to see him on the weekends which thinking back was kind of crazy like even at my parents would let me fly to go see my boyfriend at the Mm -hmm. age of like 16 17 years old um yeah and then after the WHL he kind of went through you know that going to NHL camps and stuff like that I don't remember exactly what happened I know he spent a really short amount of time in the coast And then he actually, after the WHL, so that would have been like four to five years of long distance at that point, he came and he actually played a semester for um, the university in my hometown. So that was nice. We had like a little bit of time together there. Um, So I was at one university and he was at the other playing in the CIS. He decided that going to Europe would kind of be the best option for his career. So he was kind of like, you want to come with me to Europe? And at that point, I had just graduated with my broadcasting diploma. So that was two years. I graduated with that. And then I was like, you know what? Sure. Like we both had never been to Europe. We kind of were like, what are we getting ourselves into? But let's do it. So I went over that year after he played in the CIS. And yeah, we had a really fun year. Like just kind of went over there. I remember getting to, that was the year he was playing in, um, it was a German league, so but we were living in the Netherlands, which was super fun. But I remember getting to our apartment and just like <laughs> getting driven to this random little apartment on a random street in the Netherlands, and we were living like above a Polish market next to a sex shop. And I like remember <laughs> walking in there, kind of like 
I don't know if you've ever had like you've walked in and it's kind of like sometimes dirty in there and like not a lot of furniture and we just walked in and sat on the couch and we were kind of like what the heck and cried did you do? <laughs> yeah I was like oh my gosh like what did I do and then um yeah I remember he had like a training kind of camp thing and he wasn't home for a couple days so I was literally alone freaking out for like a couple days I remember not even wanting to like walk outside because I had like no euros at that point like I didn't know where anything was so yeah that was funny but that was a really fun year and I know I told you in my email we actually I did the broadcasting for the team um, yeah which was, like, that was super in, funny in <laughs> yes yeah so but it was an English broadcast so I honestly don't even remember how I got into it. I was talking to one of like the staff on the team one day. I'm pretty sure I'd had a few glasses of wine at this point and just talking about what I had like done in school. And so they were like, oh my gosh, you need to come on our broadcast team. Like we're switching it all to English. And here I am saying like, I don't know that much about hockey. Like, are you sure? Like, I mean, I'm dating a hockey player at this point, but I am like by no means like, I can barely call an offside still. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dating one, but I, I don't actually watch the games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like a lot of you like have either played hockey or like some, I don't know. So anyway, but yeah, so I still don't like, I'm not the best at, you know? So I remember Parker trying to like teach me like the penalties and like the, all the signals and like all that kind of stuff. But so that was like crazy to think that I did that because I still, I don't know I I have no idea how I did that but um a few times so they originally wanted me to do like the color commentating so I was like yeah like totally like that's fine like I'll be able to do that like I'll just search, search up like the stats and kind of be there as like the supporter and a few times they had like left me up there alone and Parker would be like warming up and looking up at me in the stands with my headset on and I would be the only one up there and the guy would text me being like oh yeah like I can't make it today like you're gonna have to do play by play and color and I was doing the interviewing oh so my gosh it was just like crazy so I yeah <laughs> I'd be like calling the games like fully calling the games and the players and I had no idea what I was doing and then I would have to like run down in between periods and interview the players but were they were you calling it correctly I mean at that point just props to you for even having the balls to do that because I feel like I'd be like I have to go bye <laughs> I know well at that point I was already up there so I was like oh my gosh like I'm not gonna leave like what would happen and I don't know if I was calling it correctly I remember texting his dad I think being like oh my god what just happened like in the game so I can tell people like what was that like what was that a penalty was that an offside like what just happened like I have no idea so a few and it times happened like, so I was fast yeah like it happened so fast so yeah from that point did you wind up staying overseas with him no okay so from that point um so at the end of that year um, I was at, I was taking like a couple online classes just to be on track because I still wanted to get my degree because I had only had my diploma um, at that point. So I knew I wanted to go back to school. So um, we were 22 at this point. He proposed to me at the end of that year. So we got engaged like just before we came home. And I like had no idea. I was so surprised. Like I was never like, let's get married like that soon. Like, obviously, we knew we were 
planning to get married we've been together for so long and put so much effort <laughs> in at that point so we knew we wanted to get married but I had no idea that like he had any plan to propose or anything like that so that happened obviously I was super excited I was just so surprised and he knew that I like didn't want to have a wedding or get married or anything like that until I was done school so I mean for us at that point we were still pretty young like 22 years old so um, I think it was just more of like a commitment thing kind of like really taking that next step and committing before the next couple years because just seemed like the next step I guess so we were both really excited but yeah then after that um, so I went back to school so back to long distance after living together that year so that was the one year we were like fully together living together um, and then that next year he went to play in Lillehammer in Norway so I would go visit on my school breaks and then last year he um, was in the Ebel playing for Zenoimo in the Austrian okay. league where you are yeah okay cool so and then you mentioned that you guys got married or you eloped right this past summer because of COVID yeah so we had our wedding planned um for June 20th and I was kind of like contemplating what to do um just because we couldn't have obviously all the people and then by the time you kind of decide like who to invite it's just so complicated even inviting like immediate family or who to invite out of that so Mm -hmm. it was literally yeah we just kind of made a last minute decision to still get married on our date our venue actually let us come and get married still there which was super nice they set it up for us like so beautifully so that was really sweet of them and yeah it was literally just us and our parents so yeah but we're finally married (laughs) did you have to cancel your wedding that you had planned or did you it within the planning process realize okay let's just elope well yeah we had to postpone um we couldn't get like a full refund I think because at that time they were kind of just going with the postpone to next year which is totally understandable I mean Mm -hmm. you know as much as it sucks it's like their business too so we were like yeah like we still wanted to have our wedding like we grew up we grew up in the same hometown before he moved. So all of our friends are here. So we were like really excited to have, you know, the wedding and have all of our friends together because we don't get to do that very often. So we still wanted to have the wedding. Um, It was just kind of the decision of if we still wanted to get married. And now looking back, it's like, I'm glad we did. You never know what's going to happen. And I mean, like, life is so short, like, who knows, like, what could happen? And I mean, everything happens for a reason. So it was a good idea in the end and hopefully we can have it next year but I feel like if we didn't get married I'd be a little bit worried if we could have it just because of how everything's going like it's still so crazy so yeah could you imagine if you postponed it a year and then you had to cancel it or postpone it again it's just like what are we gonna do keep postponing it for like a year later and then we've been married for like three years or something so. <laughs> I know and yeah. I keep saying it over and over again I'm like I hope this is over by the summer like I cannot I do another summer of just being held up in the house <laughs> I know I totally agree I'm kind of going crazy I've never like not worked or not been in school so I was excited to relax for a little bit but now I'm like okay what's going on yeah so what's next for you guys for this season are you do you have a contract somewhere or is that still kind of TBD that's yeah it's kind of still we're still waiting so I mean the plan is to go back over and but it's just so up in the air right now and he um yeah, he didn't have a contract coming out of last season. Um, so yeah, we 
are just kind of waiting. Hopefully ha something happens soon. I mean, once like the North American leagues get going, hopefully we kind of start to know more. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like the team he was on last year, even they just like due to budget cuts and stuff around the coronavirus time went down into the third league. So they're yeah. not even in the same league anymore. Yeah, so I heard I heard they weren't in this league anymore because we actually had a a friend that we played with in Idaho who played for them last year. So, okay, to kind of backtrack a little bit. So you did long distance, like, basically throughout high school, right? Yeah. So yeah. from, like, 15 to, I guess, 18 is kind of high school times. Yeah. Do you feel like that was easy in a way because you were so young to kind of get those first few years of long distance under your belt because I feel like there's so much going on in high school it's like oh my gosh that feels like light years ago but I feel like it would maybe be more distracting if you were in school or if you did sports or you know extracurriculars yeah um yeah like I feel like to be honest really like a lot of long distance wasn't like I didn't find it like super hard I know that probably sounds crazy but I mean, in high school, like, I was so young and, like, still having so much fun in high school, like, met all my best friends that year, like, that kind of thing. Um, and then I would get to go on, like, little trips to go see my boyfriend. So it was kind of fun. And, like, it was just two completely different worlds, right? Like, one, I was, like, in high school, obviously living with my parents, like, mm -hmm. going to school. And then, like, sometimes I'd get to go up and watch his games. And, like, it was super fun. And, like, I met some girls over there. And, so, and then even going, like, into university and, like, these past few years, like, I had a few really good years. So, I mean, obviously, I would rather be with him. But looking back, like, I had so much fun. Like, I would go out with the girls. I lived with my best friend for the past two years. So, we just had a lot of fun. And, I mean, not that I wouldn't, uh, like, have done that if he was here. But, you know, like, when they're here, it's your kind of, like, main priority, like, you're almost like just a little family and kind of like in your own bubble. So, I mean, I had, it, it worked out for us. And I think the main thing, like in a long distance relationship is just like trust and loyalty. And, you know, if you can trust that person, I feel like you're set. <laughs> right. You know, like if I was out doing something and I didn't text him until the next morning or something, he wouldn't even think twice about it and same with me so we kind of like did our own thing while at the same time like learning how to communicate really well so I feel like it helped us in the long run for sure. What are some ways that you guys learned how to communicate well? I mean like thinking even just from like a super young age we were like skyping or whatever went before FaceTime and so <laughs> <Skype>. <laughs> yeah Skype yeah so like we would it's almost like you would, instead of just picking up the phone and having like a quick conversation, you're like talking to them usually for like a longer period of time when you're away from them, right? Like an hour or two even, if you have that time. So it's just kind of even from that young age, we really got to know each other and just kind of like, you know, keeping in communication, like checking in with that person. Even, you know, if I was at school, it was always like, hey, what's up today? Like, even if it was just a quick text, like we were never like, talking every day all day but it would be like how you doing call you when I can call you before work or call you when I get home and we can FaceTime for an hour so yeah that's what I found worked for us. What are some things that came as a challenge to you with long distance I guess? 
Um, well, for one, I'd probably say the time change once he went over to Europe, that was definitely harder because I would literally go from a school like all day and then I would go home and change quickly or sometimes not even go home in between school and work because I was bartending and serving for the past while while I've been in university. So sometimes even when I would be getting home from work, he would be getting up, but then he would have to leave right away. So mm-hmm. that was kind of hard to navigate, like when we could talk. And then sometimes, you know, if you hadn't had like an actual good conversation in a couple of days, like, you know, texting and checking in is fine, but you want to have like those good quality conversations, like whenever you can. Right. So sure. sometimes I, we would both kind of get like frustrated or grumpy, I guess you could say, if we hadn't like talked in a while or if, you know, I mean, just thinking back, I probably like, you know, there's times when you both kind of get grumpy or frustrated or whatever, but that's kind of like inevitable when you're not together, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, even if you are together, (laughs) that's inevitable. (laughs) Yeah, like, I mean, I probably get annoyed with him more now than I get long distance, but I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Do you know what your love language is? Oh, I like always try to think of this, but I think. Do you know what they are? Yeah, it's like words of affirmation, gift giving. What are the other ones? Quality time. Quality time. Yeah. Acts of service and which is like doing things for people. Yes. Um, and then shoot, what is the last one? I know I'm trying to think. Physical I, like, touch. Was just thinking physical touch. I was kind of I remember talking to him about this not too long ago, and I feel like maybe this is because we've been together for so long, but I feel like it's acts of service. Like if he like not like necessarily gift giving like giving me a gift but like if he's like oh hey I like I came home and like oh hey I cleaned the house or something like that I feel like that like means more to me like I feel like that is so sweet Mm -hmm. rather than getting a gift so kind of just like going out of his way to you know do something nice like that kind of thing yeah like getting your car washed or yeah yeah like making you dinner doing something like that yeah what's yours Mine is quality time. And so thinking back to like some of my struggles with long distance, I think that's something that was a challenge for me because that is not my husband's love language. So like that's something that we've kind of had to like try to, I mean, even to this day to work on because I'm someone like, okay, let's put our phones away and have quality conversation or go out to dinner and, you know, Mm-hmm. just really connect on that deeper level and then my husband's like we've been hanging out all day what do you mean we haven't spent quality time I'm like well we've been sitting yeah. on our phones all day with the tv on you know and so yeah for a long distance I remember there were some times where like I could tell he was watching tv when we were on the phone or something and I remember <laughs> I was be like so upset because I'm like we have yeah. not had a quality conversation in three days like this has got to stop and his, yeah that's hard his love language is um, like physical touch and acts of service, which is really hard to do when you're long distance. So, or like, that's what he gives. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was definitely hard to meet in the middle, but I feel you on the time changes because we were like a three hour time change when we did long distance. I know that's not Europe, but still those awkward times were like, they're going to bed and you are just going to go to a workout or something and it's like when can we find this time to talk I know yeah it's so hard but yeah I feel like 
I don't know. I feel like I would definitely say quality time as well. Like, cause that all makes total sense. And now thinking about it, like I hadn't really thought of this before, but now, yeah, we spend so much time just like doing our own thing. Even if we're both at home, I'll be in like the other room doing something or like FaceTiming a friend or watching my own show and he'll be in the other room. So it's like, yeah, we've been together all day, but we haven't necessarily like done something together. Whereas I think for like, when we were doing long distance, it's like when we talked or when we saw each other, we were like fully together 24 seven, like spending quality time together. Whereas now, yeah. like, obviously that's just life. Like you're living together and you're, you're not going to be like doing something all the time together, but yeah, that would drive me just crazy. One thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah. So I guess that's one thing about long distance, you know, is that like when we were together, it was like, we were trying to make the most of that time. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like, it's different though. That's a good point too, because yeah, you're right. Like when you go out to visit them, you guys are, you haven't seen each other sometimes in months or weeks. And all you want to do is just spend all your time with that person. But when you actually make that move and move in together, sometimes that's kind of like a rough adjustment because it's not like that, right? Like that's not real life. You learn how to like cohabitate and it's just a totally different kind of situation than not seeing each other for months and then being together and you're like on this high for two weeks and then you don't see each other again. And it's like this, this weird ongoing cycle. Exactly. Yeah. And then there's like the other side of it where when I would visit in Europe and I would have a little bit more time to go, like it wasn't just a quick weekend trip. It would be like a month trip. I'd be like, Oh my God, like, what are we doing today? Like we have to plan something for the day. Like we're in Europe. Like this is so cool. And I'd be like in a new place and I'd be like, forcing us to like do something but really like you can just sit on the couch and watch a movie once in a while too but so there's the other side of it where like you're trying to do everything and jam pack it in so so you said he played in the ECHL for a little bit did he play in any other leagues in the U.S. professionally no no so he went pretty much like other than like when he played junior hockey in the states he kind of went right to Europe and that's what he yeah, that's what he planned to do. So so he only really was there for, I think it was honestly only a few games. And then he decided to come to, that was the year he decided to come to Calgary where I was to play for the university okay. um, in Calgary. So yeah, and which was like a move that I was happy about, obviously. So luckily we've never really had to deal with like moving up or down because I know like I've heard stories and it sounds like a nightmare like or even if you are doing long distance and you have to you're going to see them and then all of a sudden in the middle of all that they're getting like sent up or sent down that Mm -hmm. just seems crazy so luckily when he's been with the team he's been with like the team for the whole season which has been really nice for us oh good Mm -hmm. Good. so his first time and sorry I'm just trying to like play back your your hockey because 10 years is a long time (laughs) I know I'm like trying to think if like I'm missing anything or what yeah when he first went over to Europe is that when you moved with him or was it the second year that you went it was the first year which was really nice and we loved the city we were in we had like such a fun time I mean like I had a really great time because I was just like I met a lot of great girlfriends there like I was always going out (laughs) partying with them and I you know, did lots of traveling um, kind of without him that year because obviously they can't really leave as Mm -hmm. much as like we have the freedom to. So yeah, I did lots of traveling, which was awesome. And so yeah, and then just the city we were in, we both had a really great time and just 
being in like the Dutch culture was so fun. And then you made the decision to come back, go back to school. Mm-hmm. And then, so that was like in your adult life, right? So it's like different than high school, but having had done that long distance before, do you feel like it was just like super easy for you to slide back into doing that? Once we were like apart, it was easy, but I feel like leaving each other got harder and harder. Like I remember like when he was playing junior hockey and I would go, maybe it was because I was only going for like max a week, but I remember leaving and being like, hey, bye, see you soon. And then when I was going to visit him in Europe and I'd leave after a month, I'd be like so upset. As we got older, I feel like it got harder to leave, but I feel like, yeah, again, like it wasn't like extremely difficult for us when I was in university. Do you feel like there was anything your husband struggled with with long distance or he he was totally like, it was easy? Um, Yeah, like, I mean, we probably like wouldn't want to do it again. Like we've had enough. <laughs> it's yeah, not like, like we let's like, not do it. this again. Yeah. 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 But um, I mean, for him and like what a lot of people don't understand is that they're like over there, like doing their job and like they're kind of alone. Like they have their team, which obviously is great because you know, you have like guy friends and your buddies on the team, but every day-to-day life, like he was living alone in his apartment in Norway. And like, same with when he was in Czech last year, like, you know, he's kind of coming home to an empty apartment. Whereas me, it's like, I was so busy that for one, I was never home Two, I was living with my best friend. So like, I could just go into her room and we pretty Mm -hmm. much had sleepovers every single night anyway. (laughs) Yeah. You had more distractions. Yeah. And like, Whereas they don't really have that. Like, you know, they go to practice and they play their games and they do their workouts. But I feel like he definitely had a little bit more free time than me. So I feel like if anything, that was probably, you know, the harder part for him. Someone asked, how did you transition to no more long distance? So how did you guys compromise and decide, okay, like, we're not doing this anymore. This is just, mm-hmm. we're done. <laughs> um. Well, I think just because I graduated we were kind of like okay now we're gonna start our lives together so seems kind of weird for me because I'm coming out of university and you know most people are looking for jobs and here I am just kind of (laughs) sitting here waiting because I want to go with him we want to you know go over together finally so I feel like it wasn't um really like our decision I feel like it kind of just happened like that um And we had lived together in the summers, so it wasn't necessarily, like, we had never lived together before, and, like, I already know, I already know everything about him, right? But it's funny because when we were, how old was I? I think I was 18, and his parents, so at this time, I was in Calgary, Alberta, he was in Kelowna, BC, and his parents had, you know, said, like, you can come live with us for the summer, so since I was 18, I've been living with him and his family in Kelowna in the summers and then coming back. So we kind of like each year, like I had mentioned, always kind of like had that light at the end of the tunnel, like we knew Mm -hmm. we'd be together, but like now, and like I originally said, even when we got engaged, like I don't want to get married and like, you know, I don't want to have to get married and be away from you. Like when we get married, like I want to start our lives together. So let's get married after I'm done school. So that was kind of like the main goal and the main kind of decision we made together. Did you ever feel like you had this draw to want to start your career or is that something you just accepted that was going to be put on hold for now until hockey's over? Yeah I mean like I feel like I'm a 
super independent person but at the same time I'm like I love him and I'm like a family girl as well so I'm kind of like torn in the middle between that I mean I still don't even know exactly what I really want to do and like my degree is in communication so it's so broad so I'm not like I don't necessarily have like a dream career at the moment which I don't know I haven't had one for like the past little bit just because I I have no idea what I want to do so I mean part of me yeah like I want to be working and I whether or not it's in my field like I just like to be busy and I like to be working and um but I don't yeah I don't necessarily feel like I'm missing out on starting my career because I know I'll figure that out Mm -hmm. and I mean you know hockey's not forever like it's it's for like a short part of your life so I mean after hockey like hopefully I'll get to do my thing and even while I'm over there I mean everything a lot is happening online now so I've kind of been I mean it's harder than you think especially probably you've known this and everyone knows that finding a job remotely is not that easy but I'm kind of hoping that like in my field and kind of moving forward maybe it will be easier and maybe I don't know maybe I'll be able to start something of my own or but yeah I'm still kind of undecided on that so I'm not completely mad that I don't get to start my career right away because it's not like I have a big crazy opportunity sitting right in front of me that I'm saying no to. I'm just kind of, you know, choosing to go with the flow right now. Right. And actually that's communication is what I got my undergrad in. Um, Mm -hmm. Part of it was because I was like, there's so many things you can do, but like you said, it's so broad that I'm like, wait, there's so many things you can do. What do I want to do? <laughs> yeah, what the heck do you do? Or like, do I even know how to do everything? I'm like yeah. always second guessing myself because it was so broad and like just a lot of essay writing. So I'm like, what did I even learn? Like, what am I doing? Like, what can I do with this? So, yeah. I know. I feel like I learned more about like life situations with that major than actual. Totally. <laughs> like yeah. desk work, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I loved this question that someone asked, and I don't know if you guys did, like, long-distance date night ideas, because, like, Charlie and I definitely did not do that when we were long-distance, <laughs> but do you have any ideas, or, like, does anything come to mind that you, you think would be fun for people that are kind of struggling with long-distance or having a hard time with it? Oh my gosh, I'm trying to think. I feel like we might have done, like, a dinner date once in a while or something like that. Like, like you make the like same thing <laughs> yeah or like just like sit down and have like dinner together oh, but that was cute. also hard when you're like we definitely did not do that when he was over in Europe like I'm kind of trying to think like way back but and I know like sometimes we'll like watch like when we were younger we'd like watch a show together but like have each other just propped up on the phone <laughs> oh yes the show like that is such yeah. a good point we used to watch the same show we wouldn't do it on FaceTime but we'd be like okay we're gonna start episode one season one and then if we liked it we would watch like okay let's watch like this episode and this episode and it was like a fun way to be able to talk about something because I don't know about you but like our conversations would get so stale when we were long distance like that's just the honest truth like sometimes you literally just run out of things to talk about and you feel like you have to talk because you just have to talk because it's your boyfriend or whatever but it's like sometimes there's nothing to talk about and then and then you that's when you start like nitpicking at each other (laughs) I know I totally agree and that's why it's almost like when I was busier and didn't have as much time to talk to him and then I got to talk to him after like you know a couple days or something I feel like we would just not stop talking I don't even know what we talked about because yeah like what do you talk about after being together for so long and what's new nothing so 
I don't even know what we would talk about but even sometimes I'd be like hey can I just like fall asleep with you on my phone and so he would be like (laughs) it'd be like the middle of the day in Europe or something and he'd be like cooking breakfast or lunch or whatever or have the tv on and I would just set him on my nightstand just to like fall asleep with him on there so I would do that but I mean yeah like it's it definitely is hard and if you're struggling like I would just say like you know try to find like a happy medium and have like good quality conversations when you can and like maybe like not put as much pressure on it you know because sometimes I think you're like oh my god okay we need to talk like we haven't talked or oh we need to hang out like we need to like do all this stuff but you know trying not to put as much pressure on like your relationship and just talking when you can and it kind of like it is what it is you know so there's not like a whole lot you can do about it which is like I should have better advice I feel like but I just kind of you know went with the flow talked when we could and it kind of just became normal for us so Yeah, that's such a good point to not put as much pressure on how often you needed to talk. And it's funny because like looking back on long distance now, like I said, it just, it feels so long ago. Like I feel Mm -hmm. like I was so young when we did it, but I was kind of the opposite of you. Like I was very much like, we need to talk every Mm -hmm. night for like an hour where our relationship is going to fall apart. Like I I look so dramatic, but it was just like, it was really hard for me because I felt like I was apart from my person, the time difference and the communication. And so I put, I put so much like, and it probably like stressed my husband out. Like he's probably like, Oh my God, enough. We don't need to talk every day. He was always so confident in it, but I think like confident, but I definitely had my doubts because with their crazy schedules on top of everything, like they can't always cater to our needs because of Mm -hmm. the life they're living. And so sometimes I felt like my needs like emotionally were not getting met because of like my love language of quality time. So I definitely put a lot of pressure on that, but that, that's just like a really good, good point to try to just, I know you want to talk to them all the time, but like, just let it flow how it flows. Yeah, totally. Like, I mean, if I had 10 minutes in between work and school, I'd call him for a quick 10 minutes while I was getting ready for work and be like, hey, how was your day? And it would be like a quick conversation. But yeah, totally. If you're not getting like those good quality conversations, I feel like I can probably think back to times where I felt like that too. Like, oh my gosh, like I'm going crazy. Like this isn't working or like being dramatic like that and being like, oh my God, like (laughs) this is not working out. Like, (laughs) yeah, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) Yeah. So I definitely like not saying I did not get to those points because I definitely did. And he probably thinks I was crazy at some points too, (laughs) because (laughs) I'd be fine like one minute. And then the next I'd be like, oh my God, like we haven't talked in three days. Oh my God. Like (laughs) we need to talk or, you know, when they're on the road or something and I'm finally ready to talk after like my busy couple days and he's on the road I'd be like oh my gosh like so frustrated I know I'd always be like what are you doing like there was like a silence on the phone I'm watching now I'm like you're watching a show like you're supposed to be talking to me get off turn the tv yeah I remember thinking that too or like if I ever had like a free minute and like I was watching a show and he was home or something I'd be like oh my gosh like I should be talking to him right now like why am I sitting here doing nothing? And like, he's home. So I remember thinking like that too. Like we should be talking right now. Like, oh my gosh, like, what are we doing? (laughs) It's so funny though, because you're like different people. So 
Like, just mm-hmm. because I'm super chatty, it doesn't mean, like, my husband's in the mood to be super chatty and, like, vice versa. Mm-hmm. So, like, sometimes he'd call me and be, like, have all this energy and I'm just, like, ugh, like, I don't want to talk right now. Yeah. I don't know. I guess you can, like, try to plan conversations, like, oh, I'm going to be busy and whatever. But also yeah. just knowing that, like, the, your long distance is, like, if that's your person and that's who you're supposed to be with, like, this is so temporary And I know it's easier said than done because I'm not in that space anymore. And when I was in that space, it felt like the end of the world. So I totally get it. But it's just temporary. At some point, you will be with that person and you will look back on that long distance and be like, wow. Like, I already feel like it's so long ago. Like, I almost feel like we haven't been separated. Like, even thinking back to this year, like, I know that we were apart for so long and like obviously I remember those FaceTimes and like all the trips that I had to take and all that but like now that we've been together and like the times that we were together is kind of like just what I remember so it almost sometimes feels like it didn't really happen but it was obviously such a big part of our relationship and made it like so strong like and what it is now so it's kind of crazy to think about like how much time we actually spent apart when I look back. I know. I feel like it does make you stronger because you are kind of forced to like learn about each other. But then you guys live together in the summer. So you know what it's like to live with him. It's not like you went 10 years and then moved in together because that would probably be like way more of a shock to the system, right? Like, wow, (laughs) this is very different. But I remember like when we moved in together, it's, it is, it is a different you have to get used to like each other's quirks and mannerisms and person and living together and sharing a space. Did you have like any yeah. adjustment periods like, or even just like when he would come home from the summer? Cause I know even those like t- those road trips when they come back, I'm like, Oh my God, you've been gone two days, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of li- like my own thing. Yeah. Like I've kind of been living a certain way. So you're coming yeah. home now and this is just, this is a little weird. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, when we like fully, because we've been living with his parents in the summers for a while. And this year, actually, we were supposed to be living in Calgary in our hometown where I am right now visiting. Um, We were supposed to live here. And when we were supposed to move in, that was like the heat of the like pandemic and everyone was like scared to freaking go outside. So Um, at that point his parents were like oh if you want you can come like hang out here for a little and so we like pushed back our lease or whatever and we've literally been with his parents ever since and now we're going on like six months of this so we didn't expect for that to happen but I mean so I feel like it is different when we're living with them besides like other than living alone yeah hey ride that out as long as you can (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm like so thankful for it but also you know it's been a while and I think that I like sometimes like joke even like with his mom and stuff being like he needs to help out more like you know like do the dishes or like that kind of thing so it's completely two different things when we're living with his parents and when we're living alone because yeah the year we lived in um the Netherlands I I kind of like things done a certain way but so does he with some things so I was kind of like the laundry girl (laughs) and then I would like cook but he's a big like dishes guy like he's weird about 
if I leave dishes on the in the sink or something so those are little things we learned like he doesn't like when I leave my dirty dishes in the sink but I'd rather have my dirty dishes in the sink than sitting on the counter yeah (laughs) so just like little things like that that just like grind my gears yeah (laughs) that's so funny no I feel like I'm like him when I go home I feel like I think I just said this in a podcast but I feel like I regress into my high school self like when I go to my parents house I'm just like not the same if I'm like in my own household (laughs) if that makes sense because when I'm in my own household I'm like after dinner the dishes need to go like right in the dishwasher I don't want to look at them (laughs) yeah I know and then we're like living there and we're all kind of just like sitting around after dinner eventually like one of us will do the dishes Yeah. So I always kind of feel bad, but it's just, yeah, I think that's just like, and I've been living with them for a while. So it's like, they're pretty much like my parents too. We're all super close. So I feel like I'm exactly the same way he is, but maybe I'm just a little bit more like help out Parker. Yeah. yeah. But (laughs) overall it's good. And we don't have like anything crazy that we've like learned about each other other than like little things. Is he, so he's living with you right now then? Yeah, we're, um, we're in Kelowna right now um, with his parents still, like, haven't left since all this quarantine stuff happened. Um, but I just came back to Calgary just to visit family. I'm staying just with my grandma right now. So I just kind of, like, needed a change of pace. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go see my family. He's still training and skating at home. So he just didn't come with me. But, yeah, we're, we're living together right now. Gosh, I feel you on that. I could use a change of scenery as well. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, you had a shorter summer. You know, it felt long just because we were so stuck inside. Um, Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. And we finished in March. So, but yeah, when when we had to go, we had to go quick. So, which is how it is every year. Even, you know, I thought, okay, we're we re-signed at the end of last season. And I was thinking to myself, oh, this is so nice. Like, we won't have to stress out and it'll mm-hmm. just be kind of like an easy summer. And then COVID happened and I was yeah. just as stressed out as if I had not signed. I mean, we, we found out a few days before we had to leave and it was just chaos every year. I yeah. Saw, that's crazy. Yeah. I think every year they, the, every team we've been on waits till like six days before to book the flights. Like they don't really, yeah, I don't know why they do that. <laughs> Cause like, I'm like that too. Like I'm trying to be go with the flow, but I would love just like a date. Like even if it's in December, I would just love a date just to plan it out. Yeah. Just tell me, is it the end of July? Mm -hmm. Is it the last week of July? Like, (laughs) oh, we don't know. There's no concept of time. And then all of a sudden it's just this urgent thing that you have to get on the plane at the end of the week. (laughs) It's just And you're like scrambling to get all your stuff together. Yeah, exactly. And those thoughts are just like in the back of my mind. (laughs) Right now even just like what do I need to do but I'm not doing anything because we're not leaving yet we have no idea what we're doing but I'm like well if we did leave like I have so much to do I know and that's what I've been telling everyone I've talked to I'm like when you guys sign like you're gonna have to go quick right because yeah but there's so many people that still are not signed so I have Mm -hmm. faith you guys will find something and and hopefully sooner than later and hopefully they give you more of a of a uh (laughs) time warning yeah Yeah. so are you guys hoping to go back to Europe um yeah that's like the main goal I think staying over there like I love it over there and he does too like I like the lifestyle it's you know a good job for like for us and Mm -hmm. 
yeah, it kind of gives us freedom. So I, I really like it over there. We talk a lot about like long distance with our partners, but I think when you're living in Europe too, like you kind of have to do long distance with your family and your friends. And is yeah. that something that you find is hard for you? Yeah, that's so true. Um, um, the year that we were gone and I was gone for like the full year, I got in a pretty good routine of like being able to like FaceTime all my best friends at certain times of the day. Like when I'd be getting ready to go to a game, my friends would be like getting ready to go to work. So I remember like FaceTiming each other while we were getting ready to go kind of thing. So I kind of had a good routine with that, like, or kind of just calling them whenever. And like same with our family. I found, I didn't find it too, too hard to like find you know, time to talk to them. I kind of just like set up the times in my head, like when I knew that people would be available. So that was kind of nice. But yeah, it's definitely like it can get lonely, like as much as I traveled and had fun and like went out and all that kind of stuff. It's like day to day life. You are still just there alone. But the other side of it, too, is that like they don't work a nine to five. They only work like in the morning or whatever, like they go to practice. So you're with them for a longer period of time which if it wasn't like that I might go crazy because like just being there alone all day. I called my mom at like 5 30 her time the other day by accident because I saw she was on, <laughs> fa- on Facebook and so I'm yeah. like hey what's up she's like do you know what time it is I was like um I saw her on Facebook I actually didn't realize what time it is what time is it she's like it's 5 30. <laughs> I'm like oh, I'm so sorry if someone called me at 5 30 I would literally kill them. <laughs> yeah I know it's funny though because sometimes you don't even really think about it like you just like call like you would if you were at home but yeah but FaceTime's definitely like a lifesaver just thinking about if we didn't have that like how hard it would be to like fully stay in touch oh my gosh it's nice to be able to still you know be face to face and talking like real time with someone so that's always like a plus that we have that yeah well I'm glad you don't have to keep doing long distance. <laughs> Cheers. No, I'm very happy. With, yeah, I'm just like thinking, yeah, that was a really long time. When when I like saw it on your story, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, like that sounds kind of crazy. <laughs> but thinking back, I'm like, I don't, I don't think it's like that crazy. But probably to other people, it's like, oh my gosh, like what the heck? Yeah. Well, I mean, it made you stronger, and now you know it all pays off when you see like how your relationship progresses and grows over the years. Totally. I remember being like 16 years old being like, I'm going to marry this boy. And I just like thinking back, I was thinking of this last night and I bet you all of the people around me were like, okay, this little girl is like crazy. Like, (laughs) like hearing like a 16 year old girl saying she's going to like marry her like 16 year old boyfriend probably sounded so crazy but now I'm like wow look at how far we've come like I was not wrong (laughs) you know what's funny is there's actually a lot of girls that have been with their partners since they were like 15 in this hockey world yeah it's crazy however I find outside of hockey that's not common like you you aren't usually with your high school sweetheart I guess Mm -hmm. yeah like one I sometimes wonder if like long distance is maybe what like made us like last and made us so strong is because you're always kind of like for one it's keeping it fresh because you are always missing that person 
and then you're seeing them and getting so excited to see them and then it's kind of like waiting for that next time like I sometimes wonder if that had something to do with like just our whole relationship you know like playing a big part in like how far we've come and how like strong we were even from a young age I just think back and yeah yeah how sad is that letdown after you leave after you see them for like a week oh I know and then you're like oh my god I don't know when the next time is I know I'm like we need to plan the next trip now yeah yeah (laughs) that was like me too yeah totally like I try to be go with the flow but I'm also like I would like a plan to know when I'm gonna see you and if sometimes we would go like a couple months with not knowing exactly when we would see each other because I wouldn't have my exam schedule or something and I wouldn't know what day I could leave so that would drive me insane yeah I know because it's like you have a life too and you're the one that yeah. has to schedule it schedule their schedule within your schedule exactly <laughs> yeah they- exactly and then I can't yeah I can't come when they're on the road so it's like trying to schedule when to come that was hard too yeah totally Oh my gosh. Well, what would you say is like the biggest takeaway that you learned from doing long distance for that long? Um, I would probably just say like, try to be independent, try to have your own thing. For me, that's what worked. Like just find somebody that you can trust. Like Parker, you know, like he's loyal. I trust him. Like we have a really great like partnership. And so I think that, you know, looking at people even some of my girlfriends who aren't in relationships I feel like the advice I can give them is like just find someone that is like loyal and that like loves you and wants to be with you and I feel like that's really all you need because if he didn't want to be with me we wouldn't have done long distance for that long and same with me like if I didn't want to make it work I wouldn't (laughs) have done that for that long so Yeah. (laughs) yeah I just think that like loyalty and trust and honesty is like so important and like communicating the best you can is obviously really important and just talking when you can being open I would say but yeah I would say like it just made us stronger and when we did get to be together we had so much fun and now we're kind of ready to start our lives together and we've already got through so much so yeah I love that and so true that's such a good indication that they want to be with you if they do long distance with you for a very long time so (laughs) yeah exactly like it did feel like we were both in it together like it wasn't one of us being like okay let's hold on let's try this again for like another year it was like yeah we knew fully what we were signing up for yeah 10 years in they're like "Eh, yeah I mean not really into it anymore (laughs) I feel like excuse me (laughs) yeah can I have a break yeah (laughs) that's so funny well thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and sharing a little bit into your story and I wish you guys nothing but the best and something will come along for you soon I'm sure of it yeah thank you so much for having me it was so fun talking to you and I can't wait to hear all the rest of your podcasts it's fun to definitely hear people who are in the same situation as you and feeling like you're not alone Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. See you next week.